everybody, this is Chris Brandt here with a quick update on VMware's annual show. Before we get started, I just wanna ask you to click on that subscribe button. That really helps the show grow and lets us continue to bring you all this content and interviews with such great guests. Last week, I went to VMworld, or as it is now called, VMware Explorer. And I have to say, it was a bit of a disaster for me, but I'll get into that in a bit. To start with, VMware Explorer was held in San Francisco at the Moscone Center. Not sure this was a great decision. They may have felt that if they stay local, more companies will be interested in sponsoring and exhibiting. But for everyone else, not from the Bay Area, it was very expensive and hotels were at a premium. San Francisco is also dealing with a bit of a crime crisis at the moment, which has been getting a lot of news coverage. And I think that probably discouraged a lot of people. All of this plus a lingering pandemic, a bunch of monkeypox and an uncertain economy meant that this event wasn't as well attended as previous ones. Additionally, a lot of uncertainty about the Broadcom acquisition was expressed, and this may have played into the lower attendance as well. It was a dramatically smaller show though, and it reminded me of some of the regional events that they do. Vendors I talked to said they had many good interactions, so maybe with less volume, you get a more interested crowd. I do know that this event used to sell out long before the show, but this year you could buy tickets at the door. Now the exhibit floor seemed to be less than half of what it previously was. On the show floor, the main focus was around storage, Horizon products and visibility solutions. And the usual cohort of uh, smaller vendors just wasn't there this year. And I'm not sure if this speaks to market conditions or an erosion of the VMware ecosystem. And while the exhibit floor was a little lackluster compared to previous years, the sessions seemed to be buzzing with activity. And I think the attendees were really focused on the education aspect of the show. And there were a lot of sessions for people to attend. Uh, the sessions I attended were good, if not packed. I generally heard good feedback from people about their sessions. Now, VMware had a handful of announcements. They doubled down on cloud, citing an IDC analysis that showed 400% growth in cloud native apps over the past three years, from a total of 72 million in 2019 to an estimated 310 million cloud native apps today. Some of the big announcements were around products like VMware Image Builder, which is a SaaS service that allows customers to package, verify, and publish across multiple Kubernetes providers, taking a lot of the manual work out of building for multiple platforms. They also expanded and improved on the uh, VMware application catalog with more integration with OpenShift, greater OS support, and a bunch of additions to the catalog. They also discussed how they are growing the VMware marketplace as well, but not a ton of big flashy new stuff this year. Uh, I think the biggest thing really is, uh, you know, the big Broadcom announcement that uh, was made earlier. So my plan for this year's show was to meet with some of the vendors and get some interviews. I was able to interview OJ Wallenick from Kinetic, but shortly after a quick interview with him, I put my microphones down and somebody walked off with them while I wasn't looking. They were expensive and brand new and that really sucked uh, and it was the first time i got to use them so unfortunately the recording i did uh was lost when the mics were taken um, but i do have some of the audio off the camera so please excuse the crowd noise so tell me a little bit about kentix Yes, yeah, so Kentix has been around since 2015. We're an ultra-fast SaaS-based flow collection uh, software system. Um, nothing to deploy on-prem. 
we processed over 170 trillion flows just in 2021. Um, it's a very quick way to understand your traffic flows in and out of your networks and across your public files. Cool. And, and so, like, you work with some really big companies ma managing all their NetFlow data, and you're, you're streaming the NetFlow to the cloud as a SaaS service. Um, so, so tell me about sort of the volume that you guys can handle. Yeah, I mean, um, we haven't seen a customer that we can't handle yet. Our, our, our cloud platform will automatically scale up and down according to what's, what's needed. Um, but we can very easily handle hundreds and hundreds of queries per second, even from one account, uh, which is actually what happens when you run a query. It's broken down into all these little pieces. Um, so I think that's one of the big big value props is that you don't have like an on-prem solution that might be struggling to keep up with the flow. That's very cool. Yeah. Uh, and so where are you guys located? Uh, we are based out of the San Francisco area. San Francisco area. And how, how long have you been around? Uh, 2015. 2015. Yes. And are you a VC back? Yes. Who, who's your your VC? Couldn't tell you. I'll look it up on Crunchbase. <laughs> now, unfortunately, without the mics, it was a bit difficult to do any more interviews. So that all got cut short. But in all honesty, there weren't a whole lot of new vendors to talk with. Um, between supply chain challenges and pandemic and difficult market conditions, there just wasn't a ton of announcements happening right now. So hopefully that gives you just a little bit of flavor of what happened uh, with the, the latest VMware show. I'm off to New York this week to attend uh, an HPC conference. So hopefully I'll bring some interesting content back from that. Um, and I just wanted to thank you for watching. And if you want to support this channel, like I said before, please subscribe. That's the best way to show your love. And I will see you in the next one.